Dr. Mike here. Does a normal thyroid test always mean a normal thyroid? Stay tuned to learn why. This is Live Forever-ish with Michael A. Smith, MD. Here's Dr. Mike. So my guest today is Dr. Pamela Warshin-Smith. Dr. Smith is director of the Center for Personalized Medicine and the founder of the Fellowship in Anti-Aging, Regenerative, and Functional Medicine. She's author of many books, actually, but one that we're going to talk about today, or at least the topic, is What You Must Know About Thyroid Disorders. Dr. Smith, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. So let me let me lay out a common scenario, right? I, I, I've seen this in patients. I've seen this in friends and family. Um, 45-year-old female, feeling fatigued, run down, maybe some bowel issues, dry skin. She goes into her primary care physician, who rightfully so, wants to rule out any thyroid problems. The thyroid labs come back what we consider to be normal, and she is prescribed an antidepressant. Um, I've seen this happen a lot, and, and I want your thoughts on this. this, this idea of subclinical thyroid disease. What do, you, what do you think about it? Is that something that's real? Well, it is, and there's really a difference between optimal function and levels and normal. So what we like people to do is have optimal function so they feel great every day. And before someone is put on a medicine for depression, we always do number one, full thyroid studies, and number two, we want to have optimal levels of these. So full thyroid studies would be a TSH, a free T3, free T4, reverse T3, and thyroid antibodies. And by optimal function, I mean that the TSH, which is the thyroid-stimulating hormone, should be somewhere between the lowest limit of normal and two. Normal at the lab may be up to 5.5, but anything above two, the patient will have symptoms of hypothyroidism or low thyroid function. We also want the free T3 and free T4 to be dead center of normal, so they feel great all the time. Yeah. And so so is that part of the problem then that when you look just at the standard reference values that the the lab produces, you know, on the on the handout, that that might be where people are not being diagnosed or treated properly. It's just not knowing those optimal Absolutely. numbers. Absolutely. And many times when people have borderline function, so perhaps the TSH is 2.5, so slightly above 2, they may have low iodine levels because you need iodine to make the thyroid function well. And so what we do is do an iodine test first, which is a urine test, to make sure they have enough iodine. If they don't, we give them iodine, then repeat the thyroid function studies later. If they have normal iodine, then we look at going ahead and prescribing them both T3 and T4 in most cases. Right. And how, so, you know, there's, again, another scenario is, so let's say somebody truly has low thyroid function. Um, they are being treated with um, thyroid hormone, the T3, T4. Well, in many cases, it's it's just the T4, right? But in, in your case, in personalized medicine, it's both. Um, but there's still a significant number of people, I believe, that don't respond well to that. What What's going on there? Well, it takes many things to make the thyroid work well. The thyroid is what I lovingly call the conductor of the hormonal symphony. 
So, for example, if cortisol, the stress hormone, is not functioning perfectly, that tugs on thyroid. So many times we have to work with patients with stress in order to get the thyroid to function the way we would like them to. Yes, that's interesting, right? Because in your when you were listing out the the labs to get tested, right, you mentioned one called reverse T3. And I think that's one that a lot of my listeners probably aren't familiar with, maybe even some practicing doctors and nurse practitioners. But tell, is there a relationship between reverse T? First of all, tell us what it is, and is it related to high stress levels in our body? Well, that's a really great question. Reverse T3 is stored thyroid, and it's really important that the reverse T3 get measured because a lot of times people have thyroid hormone, but they don't have perfect transport of thyroid hormone into the cell. So if reverse T3 is high, one reason it may be the upper limit of normal or high is poor thyroid transport. And that usually means there's a problem with the mitochondria, which are literally the engines in the body. And we want to fix the mitochondria and refuel it in order for the mitochondria, the engines to work well, but also for thyroid to get into the cell. Sometimes reverse T3 is too high due to infection. So of course you would treat the infection. And sometimes it's elevated when people are just given T4, but they also need T3. Mm -hmm. So if we lower the dose of T4 and give a little T3, the reverse T3 comes down. Right. I think that's an important point, too, to remind my listeners, Dr. Smith, that T4, uh, you know, by itself is really that form of thyroid that's kind of, it comes mainly from the thyroid gland and it's traveling throughout your body, but that has to be activated at that cell level, the tissue level, right? And that's where T3 comes into play. So what's your thought then about many people being treated for low thyroid function with simply T4? Is that an issue? Well, it certainly is. A medical trial was done, and it showed that 98% of people do better if they need thyroid hormone, if they're given both T3 and T4, which there are several ways to give. You can give Armour Thyroid, Nature Thyroid, West Thyroid, which is T3 and T4, and it's in the ratio of four parts T4 to one part T3, but that ratio is really not always the perfect for the patient. And in a personalized medicine approach, if that ratio is not perfect, then we can have it compounded. We can literally have the thyroid hormone made for the patient in the perfect ratio. So maybe some of the listeners out there really need one part T4 to one part T3, or maybe they need 20 parts T4 to four parts T3. So the good news is in today's world, Medicine has progressed to a personalized approach. So we can have thyroid compounded for the very perfect level for each patient. Yeah, that's, isn't that the, the beauty of personalizing all this, right? Um, it's, it's looking at each person as we are, as individuals, and not just a, a, you know, a one-size-fits-all uh, medicine, which we've been doing for most of medicines, you know, practicing medicine in the Western world, right? So I love the idea that you're focusing on the individual and, and being able to compound um, those prescriptions. So, but what do you, let's take it back to that original scenario, Dr. Smith, where I introduced, you know, that 45-year-old woman, 
She definitely has signs and symptoms, uh, what sounds like low thyroid, but the lab tests come back. You know, maybe the TSH is 4.5, right? And, and the doctor sees that and everything. You're fine. You're within the normal range. And she's maybe given an antidepressant. What can she do? Like, if, if she really believes that this is thyroid, because this is what happens. I, I, I hear these kind of questions. I know this is my thyroid, and everybody tells me my thyroid's normal. What are the steps that she can take in this scenario to get a better workup of those labs? Well, number one, they can go see their primary care physician. And if their primary care physician is really not, as I say, re-educated or updated, where we look at a more optimal approach to thyroid hormone, then they can look at an endocrinologist. The endocrinologist does not, then they certainly do want to see a personalized medicine physician. And if they do need one, they can certainly get on my website at www.personalizedmedicine, I'm sorry, www.centerforpersonalizedmedicine.com. And they're happy to email me and I'm happy to you know, give them a list of doctors in their area that specialized in personalized medicine, um, that would be a really good approach so that they can see someone who's actually done a fellowship in this field. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, on that on that site, I'll give it uh, again, centerforpersonalizedmedicine.com, uh, several books, but the one that we're focusing on here is What You Must Know About Thyroid Disorders. So in summary, you know, we talked about a lot of stuff here. We talked about optimal levels of those of those thyroid um, lab results. We talked about how stress can influence uh, thyroid function. Mitochondria can influence thyroid function. But just to kind of summarize it all up, Dr. Smith, what would you like my listeners to know about thyroid disorders? Well, number one, thyroid is the most important hormone because it literally regulates everything in the entire body. So if thyroid is not perfect, not just normal, but not perfect, then the patient will not have optimal health. And for this 45-year-old woman, we may need to also look at estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, DHEA, and as we mentioned, cortisol. We may need to also look at pregnanolone, which is her hormone of memory. We may need to look at melatonin. We may need to look at insulin. All of those hormones are conducted in that symphony by thyroid. So for that 45-year-old woman to feel really great, we may need to look at all of those. But again, if thyroid is not functioning perfectly, then she's not going to be as healthy as she could be. Awesome. Great summary. I love that. Kind of for me, it means thyroid really is that foundation for health in, in orchestrating so many hormonal interactions in our body. Dr. Smith, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Again, her website is centerforpersonalizedmedicine.com. Check it out. Lots of books there. Um, again, thanks for coming on. You're listening to Live Foreverish. Uh, for more podcasts, visit liveforeverish.com. That's liveforeverish.com. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.